Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. Now, what is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast featuring awesome people in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Courtney Schmall, Public Relations Manager of IU Ball Memorial Health. We're supported today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. What do they have coming up? A virtual coffee talk. Oh, it's one of those coffee talks where you have to bring your own coffee. Well... You don't have to bring your own coffee, but you get. But it's a coffee talk. You, you have to, to have coffee. You get to bring your own coffee. Maybe you have delicious caffeinery coffee, and you can bring it. You to know your desk. they deliver now. I know. But also, anyway. not a spot, not a plug, but they do deliver. It's great. <laughs> I'm a little sad that they're the storefront's not open right now, but they deliver because they're right around the corner from us. Yep. But you get your coffee, and then you join the virtual coffee talk. It's called Leading with Empathy, the missing skill you can develop to improve your leadership, communication, and success. I know a few people that could use some empathy. Empathy. Oh, he's I, he's looking pointedly at me, listeners. <laughs> I I agree. Uh, yes. This may be the workshop for you. Uh, maybe. The I coffee th- talk. I think I'm going to have to come to this one. <laughs> so it's going to be Thursday, February 4th from 8 to 9.30. It's all virtual, so you log into your computer. You could be in your jammies if you want to. At 8 o'clock in the morning, I might still be in my jammies. Who's putting this on? It's Adam Baus. He is a leadership management and emotional intelligence coach. An emotional intelligence coach. Yes, he is a leadership management and emotional intelligence coach. I'd like to hear more about that. Do you need some emotional intelligence? Maybe I'll come to the coffee talk too. Maybe we'll both come. With you. Yeah. We can sit there on screen and have our coffee. We can sit on separate computers and have our coffee. Oh, see. Even better. Empathy, Empathy. folks. Empathy. Anyway, what are we going to learn? Well, anyone can learn to practice empathy. It's a skill that can be trained and developed. That's good to know. I'm glad to hear that. In this interactive session, we'll clarify our definition of empathy, identify specific steps to become more empathetic, and connect the dots on how listening and understanding others well can help you overcome self-doubt, improve personal and professional relationships, clarify your communication, and maximize your leadership potential. Holy cow, we're going to learn all that in one coffee talk? One coffee talk. At the end of the day, empathy may be the missing skill that helps you experience a breakthrough in your personal and professional life. So again, when, when is this going to happen? It'll be Thursday, February 4th from 8 to 9.30. And it's presented by... By Adam Baus, Leadership Management and Emotional Intelligence Coach. And how can you register? You can register at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Courtney Schmall, Public Relations Manager at IU Ball Memorial. Welcome to the studio. Thanks for having me. No I'm problem. excited. Schmall. 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 Yep. See, I thought it was Schmall, too, and I was at Schmall. your wedding. Schmall. Yep. Schmall. Like, tall Schmall. But you didn't keep the, the Thomas name? I did. I moved Thomas to my second middle name oh. solely oh. for the reason because my initials before were Cat, Courtney, and Thomas. So yeah. now it's cats, plural, which, like, what's better than one oh. cat, two cats? So <laughs> I kept it 
So, like, it's like the Thomas is parentheses and, si- and silent, but only I know it's there. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, hey, just small for the last name. Right. Yep. Now, you're recently married, right? I am. You were there. <laughs> we, had a great, there. Yes. we had a great time with Hell's DJ in, service. Yeah, it was just in October, right? <laughs> it was, yes. And we went down to what? Industry? Industry in, in Indianapolis. Indy. And that was a fabulous venue. Thank you so much for having me there. Thank you. Yeah, we had yeah. the best time. Appreciated it. Such good pictures, and it oh, just yeah. beautiful. I w- Thank you. And you and Matt are the social media uh, king and queen I, uh, of my feed because, like, you're everywhere. You're everywhere. <laughs> I have to say, okay, so we call you guys, like, the cutest couple in Muncie that you just want to, like, punch in the face because you're so <laughs> cute. Thank you. <laughs> so every time they post it, you guys post a picture, I'm like, oh, look, Matt Howell, our favorite punchable face people. <laughs> I love it. And, stuff. <laughs> and you've got the little pug? Uh, yes. Lucy the pug. Lucy. Her adoptiversary is coming up like next week. So we've had her almost a year. Oh, okay. Fun fact about Lucy, she we actually live downtown in a supposedly non-dog friendly apartment until he saw a picture of Lucy. And I was like, pretty please, can we have her? And he was like, yes. So she's the only dog in Kelso Place oh, okay. who's allowed to be there. <laughs> she has special privileges because she's just that cute. So I actually left work mid-work um showed the picture of her to my boss and was like hey i have to leave and he was like only if you bring her back to visit the team so i left drove all the way to marion scooped her up as soon as the shelter opened because all these people wanted her and then brought her back she was a hit so she's been with us ever since (laughs) so cute yeah we have a puggle oh you do yes and it's not cute she's cute she's her name is jesse and she's jesse Pugs are just stinky and just little dogs. And but they, their personality makes up for it. That's true. That's true. Tell us all about yourself. <laughs> what do you do there at the hospital? Yeah. So um, I'm the public relations manager at the hospital. Um, I So I'm a Munsonian. Um, I went to Cowan K-12, through then went to Ball State, studied public relations. Um, and then I graduated a semester early, interviewed at the hospital, and they offered me the job and then held it for me until I graduated. Wow. So I was finishing up learning about PR while I had a PR job kind of waiting for me. So that was really exciting, and I'm very grateful for that because that's something that I was really worried about and a lot of students are worried about as they're going into the job search area of their lives. So I started there two days after I graduated. So I was like a a little baby adult and then I started in my big girl job like within a weekend. (laughs) Um, And now, so I started off there as a marketing associate, was eventually a senior marketing associate and then a team lead and now I'm the manager. So all things earned media, um, social media content, story pitching, media relations, all that kind of stuff for Ball, Blackford, J, and now we're expanding into Fort Wayne. So those are all kind of my territory. Mm-hmm. Sounds fun. So you finished a semester early. I semest, uh, finished a year late. So <laughs> hey, sometimes everybody I, takes different paths. I was on the five-year plan. So you were on, what, three and a half? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. My husband was on the five-year plan, too, and that's how we ended up meeting because he started there after I did. So it's all good. (laughs) Now, now tell us about that. You work at the same place. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not his manager. So like, that's all, that's all kosher. (laughs) Okay. Um, He's not my direct report, but he is in my department. Completely different worlds, though. We're a really small team, but we have all very like individualized job responsibilities. So Matt's predominantly in the marketing world, um, does a lot of like physician MD to MD kind of stuff. um, And also like our web kind of inquiries and things like that. 
that. So that's kind of his hat that he's had on. So it's a lot different than the PR role that I'm in. And then um, in our free time, we freelance together. So, and we're also still working from home. So I just get to see him all the time and it's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> Quality time is both of our love languages. So we're just like around each other. We're basically morphing into one person at this well, point. Well, that's, so. that's good. As, as someone who also works with their spouse and I don't go to DJ gigs as much as I used to, but I also, we also freelance on the side. Yep. Sometimes it gets to be a lot of togetherness. Yes, it's a lot of together. (laughs) And that's how we got to know each other. Uh, Of course, I'm wedding DJ. You were photographer and videographer, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. We do that on the side a little bit. It's fun. Yes, and we've been to plenty of gigs together. Uh, And then this year happened. Yes. (laughs) Not as many gigs, but we still had a few. few. Yeah, Yeah. yes, yes. Grateful for the few that we still had. Definitely. So tell us about the real job, uh, meaning uh, what what all do you do in the PR? And do you have any stories of either positive or negative, knowing sure. that social media and the hospital and all that kind of stuff? You haven't been busy at all during right. this whole <laughs> corona time, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. All of a sudden, healthcare is the poppinest thing <laughs> in the media. <laughs> um, so definitely an interesting time to be in um, yes. healthcare PR. So we've really, I mean, it's been nice. We've been at the forefront Um for a lot of things this year um kind of telling not just the community about covid updates and things like that because that was kind of our main role once it came to town um hey here's what it is here's what's going on here's how many cases we have that kind of thing now we're doing kind of the same thing with the vaccine updates we have a weekly thing in the star press and just keeping um folks informed that way but in the in between um we've tried to push out a lot of stories with positive outcomes, telling some patient stories and um, kind of alleviating alleviating some people's fears about their experiences and things like that. Um, also some positive team member stories. We try to put those on social a lot um, just to engage with everyone and tell some different perspectives from job families, things like that. So it's a pretty comprehensive communications plan um, all the time, but especially during COVID, that's obviously been the forefront for us this year. Any highlights of stories in the past year you can tell us about? Ooh. There's been so many. So we had an emergency department nurse who recently discovered that she was adopted from a kind of rough home situation when she was young, um, like a toddler. And her neighbor saw her like out in the cold, like no clothes on. It was like in the middle of the winter, called the police. Um, they came and rescued her. She was in, she ended up being taken out of that home, put into um, an adoptive family. And um, after her adoptive mom died, she learned that the police officer who aided in that rescue was actually our chief of police at Ball. And they had been just down the hall from each other this whole time. So we facilitated like a reunion. So I got to go and take the photos and tell that story, pitched it to our friends at the Start Press. They ran it like front page. So that was a really cool one um, from this year. We also did one that was kind of like a voices of the front lines right during the first surge of COVID. So we talked to someone from environmental services and ICU nurse different job families like that and then we did a kind of like a second wave where we talked to like some of our chaplains just kind of getting different perspectives from Mm -hmm. all around the hospital um, and letting the community kind of hear about what goes on for all of those people and their unique perspectives so those are kind of those were some of the highlights this year for me for sure very good now you're a Munsonian you've been around for a while what keeps you here in Muncie as a lot of people who went to high school in Muncie can probably attest to, I got a lot of flack for sticking around and going to Ball State. I was like, you don't understand. Well, first of all, I'm very close with my family. That was kind of the initial reason why I didn't want to go to college anywhere else. I have a little brother who's 16, so he's like my baby. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, so I was like, I couldn't even bear the thought of leaving Cameron like any, any farther than 15 minutes from Cowan where Ball State was um, and my parents and stuff. But um 
after that, once I was um, exposed to more of the community, like as an adult, I, it just kind of like reassured that I didn't want to go anywhere else. I love the art scene in Muncie. Um, I'm really connected there. I'm on the Muncie Arts and Culture Council board. So that whole group of people and all of their programs and stuff, like I love all of that. That's so fun. Um, I just feel like there's an energy here that is just unmatched. And whenever I leave, I love to travel, but I never feel the sense of like, peace and like I'm supposed to be like I'm at home Mm -hmm. like that's only I've ever only ever had that feeling here the people the energy the art scene all of it it just is the best (laughs) I don't think I've ever asked where's Matt from is he from here he's not he's a transplant and he's from Columbia City so around like the Fort Wayne area okay okay he was here studying marketing at Ball State and then um you know I got I got him to stay so (laughs) nice job self (laughs) It's usually the other way around with right. all the stories we hear about. So. <laughs> no, I, I plucked someone from Fort Wayne and brought him here. So Wow, that's <laughs> And he <nice>. loves it. <laughs> so what do you guys like to do for fun? Aside from the freelance, um, we do a lot of wedding photography and things like that. I also have a little side gig with one of my friends, Liz, and we um, love to thrift. So we have a resale business where we go to Goodwill on a regular basis and um, just sell things on our Instagram shop, which is fun. It's more of a hobby than anything, but people, especially like Ball State students, really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really cool because, I mean, even thrifting a couple pieces instead of buying from fast fashion um, throughout a year will make a difference in how things end up in a landfill. So that's really a fun thing um, that I do in my spare time we love doing the typical like bike ride to the farmer's market kind of things when when the world looks like it's supposed to Mm -hmm. um i love hot yoga at the corner mat you can find me there a lot i have done hot yoga a few times and it is really hot oh it is toasty (laughs) i went back for the first time maybe like it was last week since um covid they've they've been they had some like outside and then they kind of like re reopened um and so i i went back finally and i hadn't been in so long and i was like i think i might die like (laughs) i love it it, i was like am i supposed to sweat this much oh Oh my my gosh yeah it's it's and if i bring matt with me he has like his hair is just like drenched (laughs) it's a whole show but i love that it's like it's so good for the soul and to recenter after like a hard day at work so all of those and uh the the trails in muncie like um i don't know what that park is on off of kilgore but we walk lucy there a lot just is like, that west side park i don't it's like it's not even a park it's just like a trail it's like on the way out if you're on kilgore it's like on the left hand side it's newer oh wait you yes. know what i'm talking about yes mm. it's like a little walking path and it's got it's like, like kind Ernst, of in the woods or dunst 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 out there by the old warner gear yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay that yes. one so little that, gyms like that. We okay. love those. <laughs> what other organizations are you involved in? Yeah. You said the uh, the Arts Council. Yep. Right? Muncie Arts and Culture Council. I'm on the board of directors there. Um, going into my second year um, serving on that board, which is pretty cool. Before that, I had served on the board for the Muncie Symphony Orchestra. But now I am dedicating some more time just to be on the Muncie Arts one. That's my main kind of outside of the hospital um, community activity. So a lot of people who are familiar with Muncie Arts, recognize them from the Box Box program, which Mm -hmm. is the the traffic control boxes, um, artist supply. The ugly gray ones that you complain on. That we beautify. Yeah, they're not ugly anymore. They're beautiful. Exactly. So, and I feel like you can't drive down like any street without seeing one now, which is cool. There's still some left, so there'll be more for people who want to do them this summer, but that's kind of what we're most known for. 
And then some other cool stuff we do, the film festival, um, that one film festival, we had our first one, um, I believe it was four years ago, um, maybe three. It was before I was on the board. But that's how I even learned about the organization was because I went to the, the film festival. And I was like, this is the coolest thing. Muncie is the best. I didn't even know that we had anything like this. Just a bunch of cool indie filmmakers putting their um, their short films in. And it was just so fun. So um, that's how I learned about the whole organization. And then we had it again last year, but of course had to be streamed um, like virtually. So that's a that's a program that other people are familiar with. And then the Fly Space program, which is an artist in residency program. So we have artists from all over the nation come, spend some time in Muncie. They always end up falling in love with the town. Um, <laughs> and like the, the Face Me Por Favor project came out of that, where we have the murals of people in Muncie downtown and stuff like that. So oh. it's awesome. I love it. It, it energizes me for sure. <laughs> Do you have a favorite box box? Oh, okay. So one of my best friends, her mom painted one. So... Beth Jones, you know I love your um, box with the pies on it. It's beautiful. But my other favorite is there's one on, oh gosh, I think it's technically Walnut because it's by the old Concanons. And it's got these owls on it. And it says, I'll always love Muncie. Like, <laughs> owl always love. And it's, oh, I, I went to take photos of all of the boxes for just like PR purposes. And I had that artist take a picture of me with her box so I could like to have a picture with it because I love it so much it's so cute it's got all these different owls on it it just it makes me smile every time nice so that's a good one do you guys have a favorite one I, I, don't I like know. the stay weird ones I like oh. the keep monthly weird ones I like yeah. those yeah. those are good yeah those are good so what's next for you what's next um what's in the three-year plan at least yeah <laughs> personally professionally all the above all the above <laughs> whatever you want to share well um you seem to have achieved a lot in the <laughs> small time you've been here Go well on, thanks so. um well i my boss and i always joke that i'm a lifer at the hospital so i will i'll of course be here <laughs> doing my pr thing at ball i love it it's it's the best job ever definitely i'm gonna stay tethered to the arts community it's just growing and evolving and i'm excited to see all of that i'm currently a downtown resident but matt and i are looking for a house so that's probably in the trajectory, trying to figure out which part of the Muncie neighborhoods we want to be a part of. So if anybody has any house buying advice, please let your girl know <laughs> or neighborhood recommendations. <laughs> I, we love living downtown. We've lived in that loft. Um, it's the one right above the Barking Cow. Oh, okay. We've lived there for three years now. Okay. And it's awesome. But we have a puppy now. We got these wedding presents. Yeah, the space you, is tight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be, I can't stand like the thought of someone else living there because I love it so much, but it's like a chapter in our young, in our early 20s life that's coming to a close. So okay. that's Well, there next. is a townhouse that I want to buy, but I have no reason to buy a townhouse or anything, but it's that right behind the convention center. Okay. That used to be like a law office. It's a freestanding, like two-story thing. Oh, okay. And I love it. It just went on the market, and I'm like, if I had extra money and like no, just to blow for nothing, I would totally buy it. Good that. looking out. I will check that out. So if you could buy it, then I will know it's in good hands. Yes. And I can go yes. visit it. Because every and time I drive. it's still downtown. Yeah, it's true. still downtown. And every time I drive by, I'm like, I love this space and I want it, but I can't justify buying it. So one of my friends needs to. There you go. <laughs> Project it onto me. Exactly. I will look I will look into it for All sure. Right. <laughs> 
now it's time for the lightning round. Quick questions and quick answers. So number one question, what's your favorite band or artist? Favorite band. So I have a special spot in my heart for the Killers. Um, oh, nice. I, yeah, I grew up listening to them with my parents. They always had their CDs playing in the car. So, and my dad used to burn me CDs, you know, yeah. which I thought was very high tech back in the day. And he'd put like mixtapes with like the now, Killers songs on them. Now when you're saying back in the day, you're talking the mid 2000s, aren't you? <laughs> I am talking oh. like early 2000s. <laughs> early 2000s. Like early. Our okay. Age. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> So they would burn me little mixtapes, you know, um, on on our computer, oh, cool. and so yeah, like I have one that I that I kept, and it's got like you could put like the picture on the CD, you know, it has like a golden retriever on it because I've always loved dogs, and it's like Courtney's cool mix, love dad, like it's Aww. so stinging cute. So, so the Killers, um, my little brother actually, his first concert was a couple summers ago because they came to Noblesville. Yeah. So we took him to see them there, which was cool, and then we also went. I went with my best friend Berkeley and my parents out to Vegas, and we saw them in Vegas, which is their hometown. So yeah. The killers, long story short, killers. Okay. <laughs> Are you an early bird or a night owl? More of an early bird, for okay. sure. As I'm aging into my mid-20s. No, my, I guess it's late 20s now. I'm 26 now. Um, well, I like you're cannot, over the hump now. I know. I'm like... All downhill from it's pretty. I know. And my friend uh, always says that when she turned uh, 26, everything started falling apart. So That's true. I'm waiting for it to hit me. <laughs> but uh, definitely an early bird. I can't really, I can't really stay up late anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. What's your favorite book? My favorite book, The Bell Jar by Sylvia Plath. It's a good book. That's my favorite. It has been since high school. I read it and I loved it. And it's just, it's been my favorite ever since. And I love to read, but that nothing's ever passed that one for me. And I have two copies on my bookshelf for whatever reason, in case someone needs to borrow it because it's just that good. <laughs> All right. Have you ever met anyone famous? I haven't. I thought so hard, long and hard about it. I haven't met anybody significant ever. The only thing I could think of, I can't even remember the lady's name. But for college, for my art credit, I volunteered at the Civic for Dreamgirls. And okay. I know somebody in that show was famous. Yes. I didn't meet her, but we were in the same room for several. I volunteered to do the lights because oh, okay. then I didn't have to do any projects or tests in my theater class. It was like the service learning option. That'd be what, Cynthia? Cin- Cinda? Cinda. Yes. Cinda Williams? Yes, her. Yes. We were in the same room and breathed the same air. Okay. But uh, <laughs> we didn't meet, so... That's all right. That's, that's the closest I've got. You know what? You are 26. There is plenty of time for you exactly. to meet famous people. Right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> What's your guilty pleasure? I'm really excited to talk about this. It's it's <laughs> it's a passion of mine, actually. Um, and it is called 90 Day Fiance. So Trash oh, TV. Trash TV. I love 90 gotcha. Day Fiance. Oh, my gosh. Isn't it a train wreck? <laughs> I saw that and I knew my answer immediately. But I mean, it doesn't just stick to 90 Day Fiance. I love my 600 pound life and like all of like TLC trash TV, I guess bucket wise, that would be my guilty pleasure answer. But especially 90 Day Fiance. It's excellent. (laughs) Now there are so many spinoffs. I feel like I can watch it for my whole life and never like run out of an episode. That's true. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie, probably La La Land. Okay. I love that one. And I'm not, I mean... Musicals are like, okay, for me, you, I mean, I like them, but they're not like my number one favorites ever. But something about La La Land just like resonated with me. And I, I'm not the type, I love movies, but I can't rewatch them all the time, but I could watch La La Land constantly. I don't know what it is, but I just that's, love it. <laughs> now I can watch movies over and over, but that's because I can't remember them. So we're like halfway into it and I'm, I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going to happen next. And Matt's like, We've seen this movie three times, <laughs> and I have no idea. It keeps th- it keeps things exciting it's, it's though. Every time, new, yeah. it's always a new experience. <laughs> What's your hidden talent? I don't know if this counts. 
I'm, it's not really one that I practice often, but a couple years ago, I had a resolution that I was going to take an art class at Cornerstone. So I decided to take tap dancing. Okay. <laughs> and I had taken tap dance as a little kid and liked it. So I was like, I'm sure I'll like it as an adult. And I did. And it was really fun. And I took it twice, actually. There was like a regular tap and there was an advanced tap, like for adults, obviously. <laughs> I was with <laughs> a little kid. There was six-year-old? Yeah, right. <laughs> I was the star of the show. <laughs> um, but we had like... Um, like a recital and stuff and so I invited like my then boyfriend Matt and then like my best friend and my parents and they all came and watched me at my dance recital it was so fun and we danced to like finesse by Bruno Mars like it was great so (laughs) so and I actually was not a humble brag but I was pretty dang good at it I was up in the front row like tapping my little butt off so they didn't stick you in the back row that's that's where I always am in the back row so yeah uh, tap dancing okay excellent do you sing in the shower? I do. If I have music playing, I have my little portable speaker. Um, I'm a more of a bath person, so I really have to like pump myself up to take a shower. It's a lot. Um, my hair is really thick. It's just the whole, I hate it. <laughs> so <laughs> I have, if I have my speaker and I have music playing, yes. If not, I have a podcast, which is usually like a murder podcast, in, in which case, no. Um, so it just depends on whatever the vibe is in the shower that day. <laughs> okay. Do you have a favorite podcast that's not... Gone boss, so this is besides Gone Boss. Are you a um, murderino? Is that what they call? Yes, um, I love my favorite murder. Me too. Yes, so good. I also this one is like kind of contentious because I know the host is like not an amazing person, but like Sword and Scale is also very well done. I I like brought this up one time when I was at the liquor store buying wine and I learned about how problematic the guy was. So I guess it's very controversial. I don't support the guy, but the podcast is very good. So. I should probably stop listening to it, but I can't. It's just so, it's so well done. And um, there's another one that I like when I'm not in the mood for murder, and it's called um, Where Should We Begin with Esther Perel? And it's oh, like yeah. listening in. Have you listened to that one? A couple times. Yeah. yeah. It's like listening in on like really intimate counseling sessions, like for mm. couples, which I don't know why I that interests me at all, but there's something well, about that 90 it. 90-day fiancé yeah, kind of goes kind of into thing. that. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's the voyeurism in me. <laughs> That's what it is. Awesome. <laughs> Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Um, I grew up on it. Um, when I would stay home sick, my mom was usually the one that had a harder time like coming home. So I would usually stay home with my dad. And he. my options were I could watch Star Wars or I could take a nap. So I always ended up watching Star Wars with my dad on my... Or sometimes he would break out the Xbox and I'd watch him play Halo. So it just, you know... Just depended, but oh, yeah, you I had a cool dad. Yeah, you've got oh, a cool my dad's dad. so cool. Yeah, he can't yeah. keep track of his pants, but he's a cool guy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I grew up watching that, and because that's like one of his favorite series. So, so yeah, Star Wars. What's your most used emoji on your phone? I've really been into the little the little pink heart with the vibrations around it. Oh, okay. okay. You know, that's yeah. it's got it puts a little extra oomph on your on whatever you're it's trying to little, say. Uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh. I also like um, scrolling through because I'm really bad at updating my iOS, so I don't really. I it takes me a second to see when the emojis have updated. I recently learned that there's like a this weird oyster one. Have you seen that one? I don't no, think so. Yet. You should pull it up. It's it's a it's a trip, and I really want to use it. And so sometimes I'll just sprinkle it in when I'm texting Matt, just because like I want to use it. Yeah, He's, like what kind of context does the oyster literally go with? There's <laughs> never, but there's so many good ones that I feel like. I just need to pick one of the month and just start using it for whatever. But the oyster <laughs> is one that I want to start circling in where I can. Maybe right. under food, right? Yeah. it's But it, there's just something about it. It's just very, yeah, look at that thing. <laughs> look, at, look at it. Look at it. Why? Who 
asked for that? Who needs that? Like, it almost looks like a milkweed pod, too. Yeah, it's a. It's yeah, just a weird strange. little guy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for being our guest today. It was really fun. Oh yeah, thank you guys. I had a blast. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. Bye. And again, we're at one of my favorite segments we Yay! do here on the podcast. We play a game and, and make this you listen game to it. Is Family Feud? Yes. Now, the the thought process behind this is yes. after Christmas, I took Audia to the mall. Yeah. To get her ears pierced because that and was, she did get them pierced and she got them pierced and minimal trauma was experienced by all. But of course, you know they have those little kiosks and everything. Oh yeah, out there in the middle. Out of there the in mall. the middle of the mall. And it was after Christmas, so everything was like a bajillion percent off. And oh. so I got, I was like, oh, Family Feud, we can play this on the podcast and I'll drive Matt crazy and he'll hate it. So I bought it for like $3. So I have these little cards. Yes. And I'm sure there's like a real way you're supposed to play it, but I'm just going to pull the cards. Yeah. And we're going to answer some questions. Go for it. All right. Number one. So we surveyed 100 people. Regular people or like like Californians? Probably California people. Oh, okay. And their answers are on the board. The top one, two, three, four, five, six answers are on the board. Okay. All right. Name. Oh, you'll be good at this one. Name the disadvantages of owning a pet. Poop. Clean up after pet. Yes, cleaning up. Ding, ding, ding. That's a tough answer. 66 people said that one. <laughs> I, th- I thought that might be it. Uh, but grooming. Yes. Ding, feeding. Ding. Feeding. Yes. Yes. Uh, entertaining the pet. Uh, no. Uh, all right. That's all I got. Uh, okay. Let's see. Walking it. We don't walk our dog nearly enough. That's true. But she's an old lady. She doesn't want to walk. <laughs> I walk her outside to pee and poop. That's true. Now I walk her <laughs> back in. <laughs> uh, you have less freedom because you have to like come back and like let the dog out and things. Feeding it and then smell. Okay. I think personally smell only had four people. I think those people don't have puggles. They That would be higher on the list. All right, here's the next question, and it's for you. So, for me? So oh. you, you guess as many as you can until you get the, and then I read the rest, okay? What if I get the, no, no, right no, away? No. Well, if you get the, right away, then I read them. Okay. How so, many answers are there? On the board, we have the top five answers. What would you do if you came home to find your front door open? So you come home, the front door is open. What are one of the five things you would do? Call the police. Ding, ding, ding. That's number one. 64 people responded awesome. that way. So if you live on farmland, we might not call the police. Uh, go in and investigate. That's the number three answer. 12 people said uh, oh. that. Uh, call your significant other to help you. <clears throat> okay. So the other three answers are run, don't go in, get gun. Oh. Five people said <laughs> Maybe that. Maybe those people are in farmland. <laughs> and only three people said ask who's there. Oh. Um, a murderer waiting to murder you? I've watched, listened to too many murder podcasts for that. <laughs> All right, next question on the board. Top six answers are on the board. Name something scary in a Halloween haunted house. Clowns. What? There are no clowns in a haunted house? Nope. <laughs> That's like the number one fear of people. <laughs> Not according to this one. Even Rob Zombie made movies about clowns. I know, but... All right. What What have we got? Number one ghost how can you see a ghost in a haunted house they're transparent you can't see them they can if they're like white sheets and stuff yes have you have you seen ghost on like ghost hunters and well you never spirits you, you never, never see, see the ghost i know that's the point skeleton okay i can see that vampire with a clown 
but clown's not on this list. <laughs> Frankenstein. I, <laughs> I haven't seen Frankenstein in a haunted house. I haven't either. I've never. Have I been in a haunted house? I don't think so. I don't. Not, I don't like the ones. These not people these have guys. not been the ones I've been in because they're seeing ghosts. Witch. And a witch. Okay. And a werewolf, okay. which I have never seen in a haunted house either. Top five answers on the board. Name something people do to destroy or hide incriminating evidence. They burn it. Ding, ding. That's number one answer. They throw it away in the trash can. We'll they, say what? They bury it. Bury it. Bury it's on there. They shred it. Shred it. That would be kind of trashy. So okay. You, you throw it away. Okay. Thank you. What else? Uh, Did you say flush it? No, but now I'm going to say they flush it. Only They're two, talking about drugs on that one. Only two people okay. said that one. There's something, one so more? So there's one more left. One more left. Can I make a clean sweep? Probably Name not. something people do to destroy or hide incriminating evidence. They hide it like in their closet or something. <clears throat> okay. They murder someone. Oh. <laughs> two people said that. What? That, that, that is the... You, you murder someone because, you know, you have to hide well, the evidence. Well, I mean, I'm, I could tell you, but I'd have to kill you kind of thing. Uh, apparently two people. Those two people. I'm concerned about those yeah, guys. Yeah, psychos from California. I know. One more card. One one more each. <laughs> You're like, dang it. This segment's going on way too long. No, it's not. It's fine. It's fine. Name a possession some people would like to be buried with. Name a possession people like to be buried with. Mm-hmm. Five answers jewelry. on the board. Yes, jewelry watch number one. Number two, money. Number two, money. Number three, they're... The, their pet. Mm. Mummies used to do that, didn't they? Well, I think they and thought... the priest and the <laughs> well, anybody, anybody their entourage. Who, everybody was with them. No, I think they, I think the cats like led them to the afterlife or something. That's uh, well, it would be in the tomb with them. Well, yeah, not necessarily because it's a pet. I don't know. Anyway, what are the other answers? Uh, you won't get this one because you're not particularly religious, but some people would like to be buried with their Bible. Okay, I can see that. Although I think where they're going. If they go to the good place, I don't know that they need a Bible. Yeah, why would you read it where you're at? I know. Either place you go, I don't think you're going to need to be reading it, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four, I don't know how this would even be feasible, but their car. I was thinking about the car or a vehicle. I mean, know, if I had... You've seen that before. If I had a super cool, like, classic car, but then I don't want to bury it. I don't know. That seems sad. And number five, photo album. Okay. okay. I'll give them that, I suppose. Is Not this... sure how you would see that when you're dead, but... How would you see any of that when you're dead? I don't know. We've talked about death many times on this podcast. All right. This is a musical-related one, so you should you should nail it. You think? Or is this like Top a... four answers oh, on the no. board. Oh, no. I'm going to suck. Name a musical instrument oh. you do not blow into. A piano. That's the number two answer. That's number ding, two? Ding, ding. Okay. Guitar. That's the number one answer. Ding, ding. 39 people said that. Drums. That's number three. 11 people said that. And... Wait, there's one more. A musical instrument you do not blow in. Violin. Yes. Ah, you got them all right. Thank you, thank you. You win Family Feud. I win Family Feud. On I'm the, the Good Girl Gone Boss podcast. Because I am the best game player in the family. Absolutely. Maybe the only game player in the family. <laughs> well, guess what? Next week, there will be not be a game because you can't play games two podcasts in a row. So oh, I was we, in a good mood today and we played this game. We could. Oh, no. No, we were, I was in a tired mood, and I did not want to look up more any kind of weird internet stuff today. <laughs> and we've talked to each other way too much in the past week, week, so we don't have anything else to talk about. That's true. All right, Game Master, we're out of here. Game Master Flash, over and out. Talk to you next week.
Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. If you like what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone boss.